0: welcome back to the Milkay show i am very excited my friend jovan hutton pulitzer is back with me today and uh there is nowhere we can't go to talk about what is happening on planet chaos with jovan thank you for joining me sir <laughs> I am
1: so happy to be here. I love you. And I love being here with you. Thank you.
0: Oh, God, me too. And it's so you you have your hands in a lot of different uh, arenas. So we're going to start first with the one that I think most people first saw you uh, do a lot of your presentation in your work, which is voter integrity. Uh, where are we in, in this situation? You know, you hear all these voices out there. 2024 is going to be stolen. What's the point? And I'm like, well, what's the point is you have to start thinking about it now. So where right. are we?
1: Well, we have 299 days from here, when this is re-recorded to the election. You back off 90 days before you can make any changes to the voter rolls. You back off 90 days that it's going to take you to fight it with the local board of electors. We got 120 days left. It's not that much time. And this is something I've been harping about for years that we have to deal with. Now, I'll tell you, I'm concerned and I'm inspired at the same time. And here's what I'll mean. You know, the GOP... Uh, which stands not for grand old party, but for greedy old politicians, because we have a uniparty. They don't want to do anything about this. And the reason election integrity, by the way, which is an oxymoron because election integrity do not belong into the same sentence. Cause there is none. Right. They don't want this discovered. They don't want it known because they've benefited as well as the left or the deep state or whatever. They're just playing a game for money. Yep. I'm concerned that a lot of people are not focusing on the right things. You know, he had this push years ago, don't do full forensic audits, just get out and canvas. Well, canvas is fine. You don't have to ask for permission, but you still got to go through the court system. They still got to accept it. You still got to go through all this suing and it's just not going to happen. So we lost sight of the paper and we really needed always to work on the paper. Now we can't go back in time, but can we evolve in this? Yes, yes. But I'm concerned that I'm hearing out of the DC apparatus that, look, we're going to have another 60,000 poll watchers. Well, I started talking about this two years ago. Okay, great. You got 175,400 precincts and you got 60,000 poll watchers. Yay, we're a 46%. Well, in my book, that's still failing. So even if you add 60,000 more poll watchers in, what are you watching for? What do they tell you? Are, are, Are you hoping you're going to see a black Panther show up in a beret with a machine gun. And you pointed out, look, 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 we're so past that by decades. People don't understand that this is a different type of warfare. It's done a different way. Don't think this is something where you're just going to see, you know, somebody walk up in a muumuu and pull 200 ballots out from under it and drop it in a drop box. That's one of 200 ways. I'm kind of worried that people haven't learned, but at the same time, I'm seeing the same unable to account for 2016 result. And here's what I mean. You know, I was sitting face to face with President Trump and he asked me, why do you think I won 2016? And I said, because they could not account for you being you. And I said, sir, what happened is you got people off their ass. Yeah. They knew when Hillary was complaining that they stole the election from me what she was saying is we had it rigged and you did something better well that's not what happened yes they thought they had it done and remember they always cheat to make it look like a fair fight that's why all of if you look at all these funky elections there's an interesting phenomenon other than it looks like a foot race every single foot race was incredibly close right But it was exactly enough of a win that it didn't hit the margin that basically demanded 100% recount or redo. Now, that's, that's by design, right? They're playing games. And I said, sir, you got people off their ass. They got motivated. They saw you, people that didn't vote. And I said, so you reactivated people. And they could not predict that reactivation. And people came in. And they weren't prepared for it. I said, but, sir, then you got in. Then they had years to prepare. What do we get? We get the pandemic. Right. We get, we got to go all mail-in ballot. We get, we can no longer count ballots in a night, like his election in 16. It was 3.30 in the morning when they called it, and they need 10 extra days to do it. I said, sir, they planned for it. Now, what I see at the moment is this time around, even though they cheated tremendously in 2020, they're going to have to go so much further over and above that it's going to look absolutely ridiculous because here's what they can't account for. The current people in the United States that have Mexican heritage, they're saying, I don't want this crap anymore. The current uh, crop of black Americans that say, I didn't sign up for this shit. Right. The current crop of Jews that think they have to vote Democrat. They're going, hell no. I'm not for this. And so they can't account for the hell no, screw you factor. Right. And so I am thinking that that one factor alone might very well be the factor that pushes the system over where Donald J. Trump can get back in. But don't you dare sit on your ass. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, if you think, and I've seen people say this, and it makes me upset because we, we screwed up in Georgia over this. Lynn Wood, right? Limp Wood came out saying, protest the machines, show them you're not going to vote with them until they take them away. And that's not what happens. That happened in 2022. And he said, so don't vote. Well, you know what people did? They didn't get out and vote. And Herschel Walker lost. We should have had that one. You can't do that. If you're sitting there saying that I'm not going to vote because my ballot doesn't count, you know what? Why don't you at least be authentic and honest? Go register as a Democrat and start learning to speak Chinese right now if you're willing to do that. Because you know what? You don't need to rig another election if you're willing to sit on your ass and be conned.
0: Yeah, the don't vote people are really bothering me more than ever. But I do agree with you. And this is why we really I think we really have to get out there and explain that it is a uniparty. My my feeling and what I, I say all the time is I believe that the entire uh, country basically is captured by this globalist. They're post-America globalist billionaire oligarchy that are more aligned with the idea of global governance and Agenda 2030 and the public-private world partnership that are all meeting in Davos next week. And that really what's happening right now is that they are running this controlled demolition of America from within, from all angles. And the one thing that I think would unite most people is if they understood that on a very fundamental level, that there is no left and right, there is no Republican and Democrat. Right now, there are um, Americans in name only, basically, that are controlled by this oligarchy of, of billionaires that that use the left. I don't, these people aren't Republicans or Democrats either. They're not Democrats. They are, they are post America. They've been for a long time. They're globalists. And That's right. So I think if the average American person or above average, I, I on G Edward Griffin and I said, "What should the average American do?" And he said, "They won't do anything." Let's talk about the above average Americans.
1: Well, they they average well, they'll breathe through their mouth, won't yeah. they?
0: And they'll they'll stick with what they know and and they won't look at what they don't know. But I feel like if more people, especially the ones you're talking about, because I have a lot of people that talk to me, uh, especially from the black community, that say that Black Lives Matter, defund the police, the no bail has hurt them the most. The illegal immigrants being shipped all over the country is hurting that community the most. There's a real opportunity there. There's also an opportunity with non-voters because more libertarians than I've, you know, I do a show with libertarians every other week. A lot of them were never Trumpers and right now are leaning towards voting for him, mainly because of what the Biden regime is doing to him. And I do believe that if more people understood that there is this this despicable billionaire supra class, you know, the the, the above the Council of foreign relations, Rockefeller types that have usurped our nation and our rights and our voting, that they would have righteous indignation, but they're not being told that there's the big, big like we talked before about the 500 plus, you know, f- accounts on Twitter that come right. through uh, everyone's feed. They're still talking right and left Republican and Democrat. And I think that's a failure. I think you have to talk America gone. or not.
1: It yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, look, you're either, uh, basically trying to keep this country afloat. And then we keep it afloat and then we get it back on track. We got to right. keep it afloat first. And then we just make sure it never happens again. Or you're literally a traitor. And you can be a traitor many ways. You can be a traitor selling out to the deep state. You can be a traitor turning uh, your eye to bad things and not say anything. You've just become the person that's seeing somebody raped in the street. And all you did was pull out your damn phone and record it and laugh. You've got to get active. That's what it takes. Now, the left is going to continually crap in your cranium because they want you to stand down. They want you to feel hopeless. Right. Because remember... If they can keep you sitting on your butt, either afraid or thinking, hey, we got this because we have the super secret decoder ring from the sky. Right. Right. There's many ways this this happens. But it's all a crapping in our cranium. And it's because we're it. Whether you like it or not, we're chosen. If America goes down, the world becomes a one world government in perpetuity.
0: Right. Well, as you know, because you've had a long history in um, technology, the entire apparatus, first of all, in the infrastructure deal that nobody really looked at, apparently, uh, they have the entire ability to transfer us all onto the blockchain. Uh, they have the ledger technology. Every single American citizen, frankly, every citizen in the world, has so much of their data scraped on the back end. A lot of these are DOD and other InQtel and uh, contractors and DARPA and all that. They've been doing this for decades. The, the idea that we do not already have the apparatus for full track and trace surveillance, social credit scores, watching, you know, everything you do from your carbon output to where you travel to all of that is already in place for the world. Right. And that right. is what these people want. And I, I don't think that there's enough voices out there explaining to the American people that part of our DNA is liberty self-determination, living up to your potential, all these things because they put in the DEI and they put in this and we're now all in equity and they're not understanding that the problem is that whole mentality when put on this blockchain you have no freedom. Creativity is gone. Ingenuity is gone. You will have no ability to create. Your children will never live up to their potential because it won't even be an, a possibility. And and I think that there's a whole level of this that is being looked at as, well, that's in the future. No. Jovan, that's, they could just do that right now if they wanted to. They could flip they a could.
1: switch. They could technically flip a switch. I did a program on this. Remember... Sometimes we fail to think in systems or things. And I'll give you an example. People think the machines change votes. No, the machines don't change votes. Just like your damn gun doesn't shoot people without you. And your car doesn't drive over people without you. It takes people, paper, and programs. Now, let's look at blockchain. Blockchain evolved as one thing. Absolutely fantastic independent freedom tool, right? Yep. But then when it started to evolve and they had to get, okay, let's treat it like a banking system. Let's be able to trade it. Let's be able to cash it in. Let's be able to swap different kinds. See, all of those were independent things that came in. What I find curiously very conspicuous and alarming is if you look at the five individuals that developed those verticals that ties it all together, every single one of them in the last three years has come up dead or assassinated or mysteriously dead. Now, one way to take this over, because blockchain is so specific, you can't just hack it and take it. If you look at those people that were innovating, every one of them is dead. That tells me they're really planning it because the government can't do it on its own, and they've been wrapping and bundling this stuff up. I think they're going to try it. I think they're definitely going to try it. Now, if you look at the other indicators that tell us this is real, Why would they lower to looking at every $600 transaction or above?
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's very important that you say that, because another thing that I saw that most people did not see, and this is very important because I see how they're selling the central bank digital currency. And frankly, the EU is their first ward in their world takeover Hunger Games picture of the globalists and the EU. Right now, we're watching that none of the EU nations at this point have any autonomous power or anything. The EU is now functioning with with or without the people's consent as a ward. Basically, I'll put it in my uh, in my hunger games terms. But what you're seeing is uh, the head of the EU is coming out and saying, okay, we're we're implementing mandatory digital ID. She's basically also saying nobody wants cash anymore. so we're going to switch to the CBdc. and and then, you know, then they're all in with the who? So that's going to be on there. What people aren't getting is that it's all going to be on there. And what's very scary for America, is that in the executive order about the IRS, that everyone saw the 87,000 agents, and that was the big news story for weeks, you know? And and I'm looking at the technology in that bill, which is basically, it looks like an AI, and algorithm will take over in terms of you will no longer be filing your taxes, is, is what I'm reading this as, and you know better than me. It it looks like it's saying that in AI uh, and an and IRS-type, you know, algorithm will be taking your taxes out without a middleman, without a tax preparer, without you turbo tax or whatever. Is that possible? Is is that the technology that they have?
1: The question, is it not possible beyond a shadow of a doubt is possible? The question, is it legal? And the question is, will they implement it? I don't believe it's legal. Is that what they'll do? Will they do an assessment, yank it from you and make you fight for it? Just like they do with people's property if they don't like what you're doing? Yes. Will they try to knock out your livelihood, which is what they've done to conservative people like ourselves that talk about this stuff and make you fight for it? That's what they'll do. Will they shut down funding for things like truckers and all this other stuff for doing the right thing? Yes. They've been practicing their chops, sharpening their fangs to do it. And so the question is really not if, and it's not even could. Yes, they can. I think they will. The question is when?
0: Yeah. And it's very because they could actually, from what I was reading, you have to read these executive orders with some kind of language decoder because they it's all you know, they do the same in law fair, as you know, very well right. where they take what they have and they have like their whole team of lawyers at one of the globalist law firms in D.C. and they, they or all over the world and they turn language into something else. Or if they find a vague thing, then they de- define that vague thing as settled science, as they'd say. Um, but the one thing also I wanted to mention, wait too, a minute,
1: wait a minute. We've all seen the settled science. They got rid of flu and we have Corona. Peroni's disease, which some guys have, which means Mr. Winky is a right hook. Oh, that's just an ugly labia now.
0: It's so sick. It's so <laughs> sick! It, the, the language inversion is so crazy. Um, but the thing it's Newspeak. It's, it's 1984. Newspeak. That's right. Um, But, um, no, in terms of executive orders, another one that I wanted to bring up with you um, back in the the voting realm, but also in this blockchain idea, is that there was an executive order. First of all, we have to realize that, obviously, the D.C. court, Southern District of New York, the Constitution and Bill of Rights has been thrown out the window just to get Trump alone and anyone that was connected to him. So to say something's in a manual or something's in the Constitution or it's not legal right now with this current installed regime does not matter but what Correct. happened was shortly after he got um installed uh, obiden uh, did an executive order about all of government being involved in equity voting and if you read that executive order it basically says anyone in america that is on any program be it medicaid social security unemployment you know welfare whatever whatever program if if, maybe other other things i'm not thinking of that that agency that runs that program was mandated by the biden regime right after they they went in there to do a voting outreach. And what I'm being told and what I saw even before we left New York City was in, you know, if you get something, New York City kept begging me to take money from them that I don't qualify for. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that filled out this paperwork and I I still get it, you know, like begging me to sign up for a, a snap benefits or you can get a rebate or I mean, I don't know where New York is giving out all this money for, but I'm sure that there's millions of people, unfortunately, that don't need that money that are taking it. I know people who have food stamp cards still from COVID uh, that are using them and they get refilled every month. And these people have real jobs that pay them well. So, um, you know, whatever the case may be, when I would get the thing in the mail asking me to sign up, it would be like a whole thing that was basically a pitch for the Democrats or to keep Biden in office so that I would keep getting this money. So what do you know about that whole of government voting thing with equity that they put in? And is this has to be again, it's illegal. but all of these agencies have nothing should have nothing to do with voting let alone telling you if you don't vote for Joe Biden you're going to lose whatever benefit you have Hey guys, Mel K here. Another great thing you can find on our website, themelkshow.com, is our partners page. We've vetted all these people. They are patriot businesses. If we are going to defund the cabal, we really have to stop giving them our money. So we've come up with a bunch of different partners that support us, support America, they build jobs, they build the economy parallel, which is what we need. So please go to our partners page, check everyone out. We got something for everyone there. And uh, they are patriots, we are patriots, you are patriots. We gotta all stand together going forward. The economy is a big way to fight, and we can fight back by putting our dollars in the right places and not with the corporate entities that are trying to take our country down. So remember to go over to look at our partners page. we vetted everyone. These are real patriots. The best way to fight the cabal is to stop giving them your money. We have a parallel economy we're building, and you can be part of it. Go woke, go broke. We are done with that. Please go to our partners page. Everyone there is a patriot, just like you.
1: The easiest way to describe it is the equity thing is the big lie. It's it's the precursor that somebody else gets to make the decision for you and not based on absolute facts. Yes, I'm, I'm seeing it in how they're allocating funds uh, and how they're allocating resources and how they're uh, even allocating manpower or government attention. And it is based on this equity basis that you may or may not qualify. Or we can treat you and triage you in an emergency room or not based on equity first, not whether you're about to die and we need to take care of you. And so that's where this equity and inclusion has always uh, been used to be able to give them a plausible excuse. Well, we didn't have to take care of it then because we had to deal with these first and that's the requirement. It is also, this equity part is a way to delay doing an armed response to something that's legit. You know, we had to know their impact and are they an oppressed people or whatever, but it also works in the, in the, re, in the reverse. Well, we think you were trying to oppress people and we've got to protect them. So it's going to a- enable us to escalate it. You have to understand that's that variable wishy-wishy ethics that are not hard. And it's that uh, equity piece that has been able to do it. It's certainly the equity piece. I see it all day long in the investment community and in the technology community. You can have uh, four great entrepreneurs with uh, an idea side by side. They're going to take the liberal one first. And if there's a liberal one who happens to be a person of color or extremely radical, they're going to get it. That's going to be the deciding factor in getting the investment.
0: Right. It's so dangerous. And and I'm also seeing... uh... Which, saying- which is a way
1: to reward them. You want to understand that. Yep. If you're only funding deals that are good, that have radical people behind them, you do understand you're building radical wealth. You're building building radical payola. You are inflating synthetic deals to help them make money because their money will help you. Think bankman free.
0: Right, exactly. Exactly. And and the other the other part of that too is that. These companies right now, especially the ones controlled by BlackRock, who are really, I mean, Larry Fink is is, is holding court in Davos starting on Monday. I'm doing a live from Davos with Nor bin Laden, and we're just going to every day break down what's going on there. These corporations, first of all, I saw, I think it was Rick Rinnell or somebody who was like, these American corporations should be, de-. I'm like, they're not American corporations. They're global corporations and honestly america is the problem to them they'd much That's rather right. have china and and india's money and you know whatever but um the globe these globalist corporations they don't they no longer care about profit it appears mm-hmm. and and to me mm-hmm. what i would say to that is then their board of directors are on board with it because isn't at the end of the day who controls these corporations their board of directors or i guess blackrock because Right. A lot of these companies that we're talking about, the woke companies, especially you do the "go woke, go broke," which is very successful, and people don't people don't want to support it, but they don't care that people don't want to support it. Look at Disney; they don't care that you don't, don't want to. So what what is the end goal if it's no longer profit? And why are the high level uh, board members and stuff okay with it on a on a grander scale? What what's what what is the reason that profit is no longer the point?
1: It, well, it's common ownership and it's profit taking here's how it works they're going to do a certain amount of companies that have some measure of success they're going to what they're going to do is they're going to run them up synthetically and here's what i mean it's and it's most people don't understand when companies go public here's how it works and since i've been through it i can explain it so you're a wonderful entrepreneur and you build an incredible company that's worth a billion dollars well what they do when they come in when they take you public when they're putting it into the marketplace what they do is they're getting about 20% of the deal. That's number one. But their 20% is kind of faithfully an unlock, meaning when it first goes and hits, that's when it's probably going to do its highest run ever, right? So they're going to be in, we'll just call it five, six bucks. And they're going to run it to 70 bucks, let's say in that opening or that first day. Well, they get to dump all of that stock if they want to, because it's just handed to them. There are really no regs against that. Now, the people inside, like the founder, the CEO, well, maybe the CEO has 70% or 15% of that outstanding stock. Well, you can't sell it because if you sell too much, it's going to make the market terrified that, oh, they know something that I don't know, and that company's not really good. So you're shackled to it for years. So what happens is, Instead of taking companies public because they're good and they can make money, they're taking companies public because they can get in and out. And here's how it works. They get in cheap. All of the institutional investors get in. The market makers make it. They run it up. They know it's going to go a little higher, but they dump it really quick. And then you have the unsuspecting uh, public starts to buy in. So now the unsuspecting public's in, it goes up a little more. They take your retirement where they control 50 million people. They'll make it, buy in it. It shores it up, but see, they're already out. And then the market will naturally not sustain it. It'll come back down and adjust, but they're already out of their money. It doesn't affect their retirement. They've printed money for all their buddies. They've gone on to the next one. And that's how they're manufacturing and paying themselves to create this synthetic wealth through these run-ups. And if it's somebody that's really liberal, that will buy into the agenda. Yeah. Jack Dorsey, right? Uh, and and all these people. people Reed people, Hoffman, right?
0: Omidar, They will.
1: Yeah. Uh, Reed Hoffman, one yeah. of the worst ones, which, by the way, is funding Nikki Haley's campaign. Now, right, I want you and to think Jean about
0: Carol's that. Carroll's lawsuit against Trump. Right. He's right? everywhere, They're funding and World Economic it. Forum board member, by the way, folks.
1: Right, Ahead. just total nuts. But see, they'll run those guys up into the billions and billions and give them funny money because they'll play the game. And that's it. Sell your soul. We're going to make you incredibly rich, but you're going to pay back in the system by funding these things. And that's the corrupt brotherhood that's out there.
0: Yeah. And then a lot of people, they have their um their whether they're in a union and they're paying dues or they're in one of these funds or, you know, their retirement pension fund, whatever. They don't have a say, you know, you're you're locked in whatever, whatever, whoever's running it, which is a lot of times BlackRock uh, is funding it. It's just it's just such a con game at this point. And I think a lot of people really realize that for more than ever. But again, uh, people feel stuck in that because one thing that is happening that's surprising me, and I, I know you can explain it where other people cannot is whatever is going on with gold is totally crazy because so apparently gold's going up, going up and you watch yes. it going up and then it's smacked down while at the same time, we know that on the first um, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Iran, all these countries join the BRICS nations that claim to be having a gold-backed currency. And i watched all these countries, especially China, uh, hoarding gold. Yet in America, it appears that these banks are saying no to gold, don't get gold. But then you watch and you're like, well, why is Chase and Goldman Sachs and all them storing up on gold, but telling me that gold's not a good idea and all of that. What is the story with gold? Because the, the numbers seem so phony and manufactured and can't really be. I, I just don't understand how, how that number is is not much higher, first of all. But who is controlling that?
1: Well, it should be higher, but you also have to understand gold is a finite thing right? Right. So you have the California gold rush. You have the Colorado gold rush. What was the single largest gold rush in the United States of America? Which one was it?
0: I would think that it was California because that's what I was told. But most of my history I was told isn't right. So, so you
1: tell it me. was ready. Drum roll. The Great Depression. And it's when people got off their ass because they were down and out, and they got it out, started hunting in the rocks, and found gold. More gold was picked up off the ground then when people had to get out and do it. Now, what's going on right now, it's, it's really an interesting thing. A lot of these guys are in fairly low in the gold. And so, yes, it's going to make a, a run-up. But sometimes when they're in so low, they will take that pump and dump to throw it back in. Right take out a huge chunk of cash to put into other assets elsewhere, and then they'll it'll be synthetically high, and then it will drop low, and then just go back in and rebuy it again, and they keep that burn and churn. I think that's more of what keeps it synthetic, right. but we don't mingle gold markets, and sometimes people don't understand it. Uh, when you're buying gold, you're not uh, buying Chinese gold. Really right you're you're buying primarily American gold in other markets. and so a lot of these markets with gold operations aren't mixing them and aren't mixing their metaphors. and so when they're actually mining for ore, let's say in China that's uh, trying to get iron ore because they're very, very bad on steel, there's always a certain amount of gold uh, Mined and held, they're no longer trafficking that anymore. They're bringing it in. It was a byproduct of their mining operations. Then they'll dump it on the market, pull out cash, and recycle back through. Uh, I think gold should be four, or five thousand dollars an ounce. Yeah, the, I, I mean, think gold has the potential in, to be four, or five, six thousand dollars an ounce. I really do. Right. That's uh, what it looks like. But right like now, it's got to go through version. some exchanges. Right. Oh yeah, it's got to go. It's got to go through some exchanges for a while. But it's only going to go up.
0: Yeah, I mean, nobody that, that believe me.
1: True. I'll tell you this: years ago. A couple of decades ago, I was telling everybody when it was like 600, 700, I said it's going to 2000 and it has a couple of times since then. Nobody right. believed me. Yeah. It's going to keep on going. And I this mean, one may yeah. finally break through because countries are trying to hoard right now.
0: Yeah, they are, and and also the truth is, uh, it's so unstable where we are. A lot of people have their savings, and you know you got to be honest about where we are in this country. At least for the next year, there's going to be total chaos. I think it's just a good yes. place to put your money for now, no matter what. Uh, less about uh, about making money or an investment, more about making sure you keep what you have. That's why I always say I do a show with this guy uh, Andrew from Beverly Hills Precious Metals, and we always talk about like forget about making money. Let's talk about making sure your money's safe making at least secure, through this right. storm. Because look, they're setting up for total chaos this year, as we know. Well, all. I think
1: I think there's. It's always positive when the two whores line up. Yeah. You know what that means? When you've got a government that's when you got a government that's hoarding itself. Yeah. And you've got people that understand they need to begin hoarding yeah. when the two whores line up.
0: Oh, very. See, it's you're a hell of a market. This. this is why we have to do our culture show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> just true that have when you. the two whores are aligned, yeah. and 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 those stars are so aligned. True. It's only up. And so when you got a a government that whores itself, whores its money, throws money out the door, and that whore is active at the same time when the people are wake up and go, oh, my God, I got to start hoarding stuff and food. I got to take care of myself. When those two align, it's magic.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, and the other uh, another thing I wanted to talk about with you because you know so much about so many things is um, so this week upcoming, uh, we have the World Economic Forum meeting. Uh, and I looked at the list of people going. And, and first and foremost, the World Economic Forum, like people don't understand, is actually one in the same with the U.N. They've had many right. joint resolutions. This is not new. They are a global public private partnership of these multinational corporations and I call it the international banking cartel. And they all come together at these meetings, whether it's the COP conference or this or Bilderberg, whatever it is, it's the same people. Well, I looked at the list of people going uh, the 15th to the 19th next week. And here's the thing. The first the first panel is about where is America's place in the world? Uh, We know that they want global governance. All you have to do is go to the We Forum or any of their adjoining websites, who IMF, you know, uh, uh, UN put in global governance or agenda 2030 is really what it's called. You'll find out that they no longer believe there should be nation States, including America. And, um, so to me, uh, when I see that the uh, delegates delegates from the United States going there are Anthony Blinken, Sullivan, Newland, uh, Samantha power, Chris Ray, uh, and a couple other people, John Kerry, um, obviously, Gore and uh, Larry Fink and a lot of the the billionaire oligarchs that own our country or run our country uh, are hosting a lot of events there. I say, why is that okay? How can anyone how can anyone look at this and not say, well, well, then they are planning for global governance because that's what the entire event is about. And I think it should be a very big deal. And I think people should realize that what the the first panel literally says what to do about America. In the, in the few, like basically in the multipolar future. And those people right. are going to discuss this with a global group of billionaires.
1: Well, basically, you got to understand what they are. They are a bunch of primarily female sheep, and they're going to the Afghan horny herd field so they can be raped and used. And ultimately disease, because it's where we got various STDs from, from people that were poking the sheep on ships and they're doing it. They're diseasing our country. And I think it should be outlawed. I Me think too. if it's actually people in our government and that agenda is about destroying America, it is that you may not sit there and represent America for two reasons. Number one, you're giving the American imprimatur on it that you approve it just by showing up. That should not happen. And because you are participating literally in something that's designed to destroy America, you should be immediately disqualified and run out of office. But the fact they're there tells you what our government's really focused on behind the scenes.
0: Because you can't hide it. And what's very scary to me also is that Samantha Power runs what I believe, as I've studied for now 15 years, uh, color revolutions and regime change and all of that. She was the queen of it uh, with Obama. But I have to tell you, she runs something called USAID, USAID. Right. And uh, right. believe me, I, I, I've done enough work on it to see that this is where this is the money that we pay to put in uh, basically puppet governments or overthrow governments. They, they, you know, also the NED, a lot of other groups, but Samantha power is running basically what it looks like to me, a slush fund to buy other countries, uh, loyalty to America or force them into, you know, a lot of countries. Uh, if you look at USA and D where the money's going, and we're talking about billions of dollars that, that this woman has to allocate around the world. Um, and then she's going and not only is she going to the world economic forum as like our person, She controls all of that money. So she's going to meet with these people that are... And let me tell you something. I want the audience to remind the audience it's on my website on the resource page under opposition playbooks, which is very sad because it's a White House document. But the Biden, I mean, yeah, the Biden-Harris regime put out a document in September of 2023, uh, reinforcing their commitment halfway marked to Agenda 2030, 17 development goals. You know, Obama signed on to it in 2015 without the consent of the government government us at all mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. if you go through that document and you go into the second half it is the 17 development goals and it is about allocating about three trillion dollars if you read the whole thing to right. all the different globalist organizations that are in store in ensuring that the 17 development goals are equally equity applied to the planet uh again you can't look at that and not say well that's got to be a global governance governance apparatus running that thing so she's going there, and then Biden's entire plan going forward is about funding the globalist regimes. So, to me, also again, John John Podesta, another person running uh, all of the money for the Green New Deal that they put through uh, under false pretenses, also going. So to me, the American people should also know that they're going there to uh, allocate our taxpayer dollars to government organizations and NGOs that want no more America.
1: Right, uh, The writings on the wall for what, what we're dealing with, and what they hope is people just remain quiet. Right. That's why there's so much misinformation out there. That's why there's so many little fires to chase and so much bullcrap going on, because they want you distracted with stuff that doesn't matter. When you see a lot of these people attending these events, you also have to understand they're jockeying to be the anointed ones when this happens. They're playing for their roles to be the rulers, the controllers of the states, their regions in the U.S. when it goes to the the United Socialist States of America. That's what they're playing for, their little fiefdoms that are going on. Um, The only way to fight it is with what you're doing and people understanding it. A lot of people don't want to be bothered with this. A lot of people don't want to look at it. And there's so right, much
0: evidence that it's right. real on their own websites. I always say this is not me telling you. This is right, a, they'll tell you. This is on the World Economic Forum, a whole chart of what global right. governance looks like. And then Klaus Schwab's out there being like, people are bu- people are not liking our system. These libertarian types, and and you know, on the, on the whole site, it says that nationalism and uh, patriotism is a dangerous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I tell people, I tell people this. Let's just say you're on the esoteric spiritual side for a moment. If you go back, Bible, even long before the Bible was codified, there's always been an understanding in the world, I believe, between angels and demons. Both both of them are angels, whether they're good side or bad side. And I've always heard, been taught, and truly agree that the demons have a requirement to tell you what they're going to do. I agree because that's their that's their agreement with dominion. They have to tell what they're going to do. We're we're going to rape your three year old because we're going to teach them how to have anal sex. They always have to tell what they do. Now the unwritten agreement between angels and demons and between light and darkness is, if mankind doesn't push back, they have given agreement to evil and to darkness and to the dark angels that okay, I'm going with it. And then God doesn't intervene because we have this thing called free will. And that's why I tell people the left will always tell you what they're doing and you better take them at a hundred percent face value. And I always say, I can understand the left. They tell us they hate us. They want to kill us, exterminate us, put in camp, rape our kids and control our money. And you'll have nothing and love it. The bigger demon are those that will say on the right, or conservatives, the other side of the equation, that will tell you yeah, where we're protecting you and we're doing this for you, when they're part of the equation and they lull you into believing them, right? right? You also have to understand evil. Evil is not dressed up like some ugly Nostaforo or Dracula in a movie. Right. It's the most beautiful, the most lovely, the biggest concerts, the biggest whatever, because it's designed there to woo you. And it looks great and it looks wonderful. Everybody knows how to read. Everybody does math. Every It's all equal. Yeah. They just forget to tell you that's in freaking Cuba. Do you want to move there? Yeah. Exactly. Right? There's always a catch. It's like that uh, movie, Bedazzled.
0: Yeah. Be careful what you <laughs> yeah, ask yeah, for. Yeah, sure, sure.
1: It's identical. And that is, I think, kind of the unwritten rule. And we're going through it because people don't understand We're in a world war, but I think for the first time in history, the veil between mankind and spirit kind or angels, the thinnest it has ever been. I agree. Ever since the beginning of time and the falling of the first 144,000. And we can almost see through to it. It's that close to what we're doing right now. That's how monumental this is. We're in a fight for it. This is the fight, not only for our lives and our freedom and our liberties, but over a possibly very, very, very long reign of terror.
0: Yeah, and you know, um, I, I've recently uh, a lot in my speeches and everything else. I keep saying I want to redefine for everyone because a lot of people have that that Trump uh, meme or Trump saying, "I'm uh, they're not after me, they're after you." I'm in the way. I keep saying, "No, no, no, they're not after America. They're after the world, and America I, is in the way." And and the thing about that, I agree is, with that. Is this is you can use that. If the, I feel like if left of center 15% and right of center 15% actually understood the stakes, which are exactly what I just said, and understood the, like you're talking about the spiritual thing, but what America stands for in our DNA, in, in, in on the spiritual level, that we are standing in the way of full on track and trace totalitarian tyranny, by like these technocrats that hate humanity. And America is their main problem. Well, that should be empowering to American citizens. That should be something like I I can be something I keep saying. I don't care what you've done in your life before this time. I don't care if you've been to jail. I don't care if you were a drunk or you were, you know, a a con man or whatever you were. You can have a clean slate right now and choose to be a leader and a hero, not just for America, but standing up for freedom and and for People all over the world by saying no to this globalist billionaire oligarchy de- demon led, you know, globalist governance takeover. And I feel like that should be very empowering to people. And I do feel that if more people understood and you and I are out there, you, I've been censored way more uh, than most people, but we're, we're out there enough. there's enough people but those people have to be brave enough to go tell other people and and i'm saying people need to say right now and and this goes with the big problem that we always talk about that people think somebody's showing up to save us no you have to show up to save you but also it's a tremendous opportunity to find purpose and to find meaning in life where a lot of people were sucked dry first through the highs and lows, then the whole living like reality TV, then all of this nonsense and all the toxic hate right now, people have an opportunity to recreate who they are, what they are and what, what life is the meaning, the purpose, what, what, what they stand for. And I think it's a tremendous opportunity for humanity if they just understood the stakes.
1: That's right. Let me give you an example. Have you seen these uh, little videos going around where they play a soundtrack and then say, what do you think they heard? And then they give you a sentence, and then you hear that, and then they give you another sentence, and you hear that, but it's the same soundtrack. Right now, this is, to win this, it's going to depend upon what frequency you tune into. And I'll give you an example. When this system is saying, we're going to kill you, we're going to focus on you because you are a conservative in America, and we're going to focus on America, and we're going to take you out. And you're going to do what we say, and you're, you're just going to have nothing and own nothing. Well, you hear that, and you kind of get scared. But see, if you just turn that frequency one click and listen to the different hertz, here's what they're saying. We're totally scared the shit out of you, right. and you're standing in our way. And oh my God, we can't conquer the world with you in the way. And we're terrified of you, but we're going to bluff our way through it and try to get you to destroy yourself. It's one click of frequency, and it's no different than that meme. It's what do you decide to tune in? Because in that same thing where they tell you, ah, the election wasn't stolen, but yet they've got to censor it all. They're saying, holy fuck, the word's going to get out, and these guys are going to crush us. One click is all the difference, and you've got to decide what frequency you live in.
0: Well, Jovan, I have to tell you, you keep people on the right frequency, and that's why I love listening to you. you. I love your shows. Uh, We are good friends in real life, which I am very grateful for. And uh, can you please tell my audience how to follow you, where to follow you, how to find you? You are uh, doing amazing work out there on many levels, on every level. Uh, So uh, please please share with them and everyone, please uh, follow Jovan, especially this year more than ever. Very important to keep up on what's going on.
1: Thank you. Most of my, all my work, you can find me on social media and everywhere just by my full name, Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Jovan, like the 1970s cologne. Yes, I sweat, but I do not smell like that. Hutton, like EF Hutton. Well, you should probably consider listening to me. And Pulitzer, my last name, right, is just like the prize. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. uh, Yes, uh, Pulitzer's like the prize, but I'm more like the free parting gift. I was uh, born different a long time ago. I've evolved in my career. If you'll just look up Jovan Hutton Pulitzer, yeah, you're going to have people that attack me. So you might even do hashtag rat bastard, hashtag asshole. You'll probably find the left talking about me and the deep state talking about me. You can find my work. But, you know, folks, at the end of the day, we're all in this together. We really are. Yeah. Right? All we have is truth. I no longer try to vie for fans and followers. That's not what this is about. You know what, folks? We're all in the same family and we're all friends. We either go down together or we thrive together. Yep. And I'm not going to let that happen on my watch, even if I'm the only one fighting. It's the way I feel about it. And I'm just telling you, I want you to know we've got this if we wake up. I agree. We, I agree. We, we've got it if we wake up. And people ask me, why do you keep on saying we're winning it? Because the most important thing of winning is to understand how they do what they do to you so you know it's being done so you learn how to fight it. Right. We're winning. Yeah. Bottom line, we're I winning. I agree.
0: And, and, and like like you said earlier, I think they've never been so close to their global governance and they've never been so far. And that's going to the, right. the deciding factor will be us. And, us, uh, 100%. Thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate it. And we'll see you soon. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. now's the time to go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen use the promo code to save 50 percent on your my pillow 2.0 not only that for a limited time your entire order ships absolutely free you're sleeping even better and cooler too and you're looking good feeling good i knew you would
0: Mypillow.com. the narrative is falling apart but as it does there's so much of this fraudulent disinformation misinformation censorship coming from the globalists and what we need to do is be focused on the facts cut through everything be discerning and get it first and foremost out there to everyone it is important that you know what is going on censorship is getting nuts you guys know it there's accounts all over the place that are fake that are not me i know you guys send me emails and i really appreciate it and you report it and it's on telegram and instagram and twitter and they're not me So I'm super excited to announce We The People with Mel K. Be the first to join. It's a VIP community, just you and me behind a paywall, no trolls, no nothing. We get to know each other. I will give you the facts first. I break a lot of stories a long time before other people. We can talk about past, present, future, history, what we're doing now, solutions for going forward. What 2024 is going to look like. I'm going to do breaking news, do a lot of deep dives. I'm going to bring that information to you guys first in a live Q and A every week. So please click the link below and join me over there. We are going to create a community, a community that is censorship proof, it's cancel proof, it's truth, it's transparency, it's on the road to God, country, justice, everything that we want in one place this is the most incredible amazing time to be alive as hard as it seems and as difficult as the battle has been for you guys and definitely for me all i know is that we all are part of the solution we are all involved and invested and you guys have the passion that i have so let's join together on live q a's once a week with me mel k we the people of the united states taking back this nation this is so exciting guys i've been dying to do this and we finally got the technology right So please join me, click the link below. Can't wait to get started.